Welcome to the Fuck Saving Face podcast. I'm your host, Judy Tsui, and together we'll explore mental and emotional health for Asian Americans, especially breaking through any taboo topics. Life may not always be pretty, but it is indeed beautiful. Let's make your story beautiful today. Alrighty, so it's been a jam-packed week, and we've explored the ideas of parentified child, of tiger parenting and untigering, and it might have brought up a lot of things if you were raised with tiger parents, if you've been reflecting on your own style of parenting, whatever it is that's come up. And relationships with family can be pretty intense and it can be pretty hard, and especially relationships with our parents. So I liked learning in yoga that before we arrived on this planet, we all created a soul contract. So we were all meant to come together for whatever reason, whatever wisdom was meant to come through. And that it helped me a lot in my own reflection and healing of my relationship with my parents to understand that I became who I am because of the way that I was raised. And as much as I would have liked to have seen different elements of it, that if I subscribe to that belief that we all made these soul agreements before we arrived, then my parents made some really tough agreements to have to go through the things that they went through with their families of origin and to put me through the learning lessons that I needed to get through to be able to serve and help people the way that I am now. So whatever your beliefs, I hope that this practice today will be an opportunity to cultivate a bit more compassion and empathy. And again, like I shared on Monday, In order to get to those places, it's essential not to spiritually bypass and to just think, okay, I'm just going to be kind. I'm just going to be forgiving to allow yourself to have those feelings. As we explored in week one, feelings are going to call for your attention. And the more that we shove them down and pretend that they don't exist or write them off, the more that they will act like toddlers and continue to show up and continue to ask for that space to be seen and to be heard. So let's begin our mindfulness practice today. Now, as I always say, from wherever you are, you can be mindfully walking, you can be mindfully driving, you can be mindfully doing errands. But whatever it is, find a way to create a safe and aware space. Because we're often running around distracted, our phones pinging with social media messages or work calls or whatever it is. And especially now, as the boundaries between work and home have blurred, because a lot of us are working from home. Let's try to find a moment to create that inner sanctuary. So if it's helpful for you, maybe you do want to move your body around a little bit. Maybe you want to turn your head side to side, draw your ear to one shoulder and then the other, rolling your shoulders back. Again, you do not need to look the way that you've likely seen in yoga classes or in yoga magazines. This is a practice of becoming more mindful of this present moment. And in this present moment, maybe things are stressful, maybe things are anxious, but maybe you can experience those things and understand that they're feelings that will pass, that inevitably everything in your life will change, and that we can remove any additional element of judgment, guilt, or shame over what's unfolding. And as we practiced last week, let's start to connect to your breath. So with every inhale, see if you can ground into this moment more. Maybe you're beginning to feel that your sits bones are rooted even more into the seat beneath you. Or if you're lying down, that anything that's making contact with the earth starts to melt a little bit more. 
whatever is in fact making contact with the earth. I always like to remember how vast the planet is, how vast this mother earth is, and that whatever it is that are your burdens that you are carrying right now, that this planet is so big and that she can help you carry those weights. See if you can use every exhale as an opportunity to let go a little bit more to further arrive in this moment here and now. So often we hold tension in our bodies where we may not even realize. And I want you to do a scan from the top of your head to your toes and notice if the edges of your eyes are creased as though you're wincing or if your cheeks feel tight. Maybe you've been clenching your jaw and you can release that a little bit more. If it helps, you can even exhale with a sound that helps you flutter your lips. So see if you're holding tension in the backs of your arms, in the back of your chest. Maybe you're really stuck in your hips or you're even clenching in your fingers and your toes. With that awareness, without judgment, simply take note. And if it feels comfortable for you, using your exhale to create a bit more space to let go. So having lived in Hawaii and feeling very, very intuitively tied to the culture to the point that every time I see hula, it brings me to tears. And the moment that my feet stepped on Kauai soil, I felt like I had come home. I want to bring to you a practice called Ho'oponopono. My daughter often says it to me now because I've taught it to her since it's four simple statements. And this practice is something that you can do anytime, any time of the day or night. You can do it while you're driving, internally, externally. It is this reminder that we are all interconnected and that whenever we heal ourselves, we do indeed create a ripple effect that helps to heal the world. So this is not just a woo-woo, but it's actually continually something that science is proving how deeply intertwined and interconnected we are energetically. So this simple practice of Ho'oponopono is an opportunity for you to forgive yourself, for you to forgive anyone else who has harmed you and created hurt in your life, and even to do it as an offering to the greater worldwide community of all the healing that needs to take place now. After you flow through a few more cycles of breath, finding your center and that sense of calm where you're not rushing forward or looking back. You can repeat after me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. These four simple statements make up Ho'oponopono. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And once again, 
I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And just take a moment to check in with yourself and see how that feels in your body. How does that feel in your mind? How does that feel in your soul? These four simple statements, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. Even though you're saying it from this viewpoint of, I'm sorry, what it does is it calls our spirit back like we practiced last week. It reminds us to take ownership so that we're not victim to any circumstance. It reminds us of how powerful we are and that as we begin to tap into that energy and that frequency of healing and forgiveness, we also invite for that to happen with the people around us. That even if we were not the ones who caused the harm, that there are still elements within us that can heal. And the more that we do that, the more that we begin to tap into that energy of healing and the more that opportunities around us also start to sync up. We start to connect to the frequency of what we want. And then the outer world begins to reflect that right back to us. Taking another deep breath in. And a deep breath out. And let's repeat the mantra one more time. This Ho'oponopono practice of forgiveness. It can also be seen as loving kindness that you may have heard as a term in yoga traditions. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. You can press pause to this meditation if you want to continue to repeat these words to yourself. Or if you feel like you're ready to close, I invite you to place your hands on your heart, one on top of the other. Or if it feels comfortable, you can press both palms into each other into a prayer mudra. And if your hands are in that position, inhaling your thumbs to your third eye for clarity of thought, returning to your lips for clarity of speech, and back to your heart center for clarity of intent. Namaste means the divine within me honors and salutes the divine within you. Namaste. When you're ready, if your eyes were closed, you can gently float them open, coming back into this room, back into this moment. If you like this practice, feel free to do it as often as you feel called. If you think someone else in your life might like to hear it, please feel free to forward it and share it along. And I will see you next week as we explore more about breaking through taboo topics for Asian Americans and supporting mental and emotional health. As always, if you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash fucksavingface, F-C-K, and I will see you soon.